Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for our sermon today is from our reading from Colossians. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. You may be seated. Greetings from the saints at Zion Lutheran in Fever. My name is Pastor Seth Hemming. It is a pleasure to be with you to share God's word with you this day. Well, darkness has been growing around us for weeks as the sunlight hours at night get less and less, shorter and shorter. Gone are the good old days of summer when the sun would be up to 8 or 9 or even 10 o'clock at night. In ancient times, the pagan peoples thought that darkness signified or signaled the triumph of the evil gods over the gods of light. Of course, we know that this changing of the times of daylight is simply a part of creation's rhythm, and we get used to it, being darker earlier in the evenings, in the fall, and the winter, as much as some of us don't like it. Even though we're used to it, darkness still has a sense of power over us, doesn't it? It's not necessarily a power of good. Darkness carries a sense of the unknown, fear, scared. You see, you can get lost a whole lot easier walking in the dark than you can walking in the light. In the dark, you're more vulnerable, and you can't see the dangers that are coming your way. Yes, we need light. Not only light to see, but light that gives us hope for tomorrow and a better future. We look forward to the sun coming up every morning to remind us that we have another day in God's grace. That God has not forgotten about us or his creation. Yes, darkness is powerful both physical darkness, but also spiritual darkness. Spiritual darkness seems to have free reign in our world today. It feels like the devil is winning, and his power is growing stronger each and every day. And even though we feel that power of darkness all around us, God's word tells us that the power of darkness has been broken and that Jesus, the light of the world, is reigning and ruling right now and for forever. But that darkness certainly seems strong around us, doesn't it? In our reading from Colossians, it's called a domain of darkness. It is the devil's domain. He loves doing his evil deeds in the dark. And the devil deals in deception, temptation, and fear. That is to say that his actions would look hideous in the light, so he keeps them from being exposed from the light of God. 
and we were once in that domain of darkness because sin had cast us out of the kingdom of light. Yes, sin and darkness loves to stay covered and secret. Even today, the devil and our sinful nature still pull at us, trying to get us to stay in the darkness. Listen to some of the deceptions we hear in our world today. The world says, sin isn't that big of a deal. It's just some old-fashioned custom an idea from a previous generation. Well, the devil will try to get us to doubt God and his word. Come on, the world says. God really doesn't care how perfect you keep things just as long as you try to be good. Get with the times. Well, the devil will try another approach to us Christians. We're tempted to think that our sins are so big and so bad that God could never forgive them. The devil uses our shame, our guilt, and gets us to wallow in our sins rather than to go to the Lord with our sins to find forgiveness and peace. The devil tries to get us to stay in the darkness to keep our sins hidden away from the light of God's love and forgiveness. The devil loves to get us to become, to get us into despair and to become discouraged, to want to throw in the towel and just stop following God. You think that we can never be a Christian because of how bad of things we've done. Or to think that, I don't need forgiveness. What's the big deal? The answer to the darkness is Jesus. Our reading from Colossians tells us that God has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son. And that beloved Son is Jesus who is ruling and reigning right now as the King of kings and Lord of lords. Notice it was in the past tense. Delivered and transferred. It's already happened. It happened through a very specific event in history. When Jesus Christ, true God and true man, suffered and died on the cross for you. And he rose again from the dead for you. The verse goes on to tell us that in Jesus we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. And that forgiveness, that redemption covers all, yes, all of our sins. It brings light into all the darkness of this sinful, fallen world. Yes, Jesus has forgiven us for the sins that we've toyed around with, thinking that nobody else would get hurt, that we wouldn't get hurt. 
the sins that we've tried to rationalize away by saying that's no big deal or everyone is doing it. Yes, those sins have been paid for by Jesus. The little sins that we commit thinking that we're doing okay before God. Yes, those sins have been forgiven through trusting in Christ. The sins we know are wrong and the sins that are now accusing us and tormenting us, those too have been forgiven by Jesus. The devil would love for us to wallow in denial or guilt or sorrow or despair and the darkness of sin. But God has delivered us from that. He has transferred us into the kingdom of Jesus. The rule and reign of Jesus our Savior is now in effect, today and for eternity. A new king, a new ruler is ruling, Jesus Christ, and he lives and reigns in us. And Jesus had the authority to break the darkness. We hear in our reading that he made all things, he holds all things together. That is just how great his power and authority are. Jesus, not the devil, not sin. No, Jesus is the ruler of this earth and all the world. His power reaches to every dark corner of this sinful, fallen world. His forgiveness and love is for all the world to see and to know. And he continues, he is the head of the church, the firstborn from the dead. When he returns on that last day, he will, we, we will rise from the dead too. He's promised us. His reading, our reading says that Jesus has made peace by the blood of the cross. Yes, his blood shed on the cross has brought us true and lasting peace. Peace with God and peace with one another. We are no longer in the darkness, but we are in the light and the love of Christ. People will go to drastic steps to defeat darkness in our world. The small town of Rutkin, Norway, seats, sits in the deep, narrow Vestford Valley. The towering peaks that surround the town rise to some 2,000 meters above sea level and block out the sunlight for over half of the year, meaning that the residents of that small community live in a permanent shadow from September to March. And we think it's bad not having sunlight after 4.30. Imagine not seeing the sun for over half the year. But all that changed a few years ago when three high-tech mirrors 
were put into operation on the ridge on the mountain, brightening up the previously gloomy town center by flooding it with reflected sunlight. Now this idea was first suggested 100 years ago, but technology, modern technology, finally made it possible. Three with power, excuse me, with three power, computer-powered mirrors shifting every 10 seconds to track the movements of the sun during the day. Town residents were ecstatic that they did not have to be in the dark shadows of the mountain for half of the year. Yes, a drastic step was taken to overcome darkness. God did something more drastic than that to overcome the darkness of sin in the world. He gave his very own son to suffer and to die for you and for me and for all the world. He has overcome the darkness and brought us into his kingdom and his rule. Yes, Jesus is the light of the world. And we live in that light, and yes, we reflect that light to others. We reflect his love, his grace, his mercy to those around us, to those that are still wandering in the dark, to those who need to hear a message of peace and love. And as we end this church year, we're reminded that Jesus is coming back one day. And he will come on the last day to raise the dead. And then we will go to the light of eternity. When there will be no more sin, no more death, no more pain, no more hardship, no more darkness. When you feel that pull and the power of darkness, and every one of us will, we hold fast to the promises of God. That he has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us in the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have the redemption, the forgiveness of sins. We are no longer in the dark. God has rescued us. He has made us a part of his family. He has made us his own dear child in the waters of holy baptism. And we are now living in the rule and the reign of King Jesus, our Savior. And so we pray with the church throughout the years that he would come back that he would rule and reign in glory forever. Come, Lord Jesus, the church has prayed. And so we pray that prayer as well. And until he does come back, may Jesus continue to strengthen you and sustain you by his word of love and mercy and forgiveness and grace. Amen. <clears throat>